I'm, I'm not mixed up our names. Kenique, <laughs> Cam. You know it is Cam, Camden Brown, Kenique Reynolds. What's up? What's up, Kenique? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. That reminds me back in the day when we used to sit together and yeah. everybody would, uh, you know, they would confuse us. Yeah. Uh, Cam, Cam Kenique, uh, one of those guys, one of the black guys. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> and your pictures look just alike. Uh, really? Really? I'm pretty sure I have really long hair and yeah. he doesn't. Yeah, I think uh, we always have like little events and stuff at work and someone came up to me. He was like, oh, like, can you? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Nah. <sighs> nah, bro. Wrong black guy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there really is only like three of us, though. Yeah. I'm sure like, yeah, then other friend. Yeah. Like, On our floor, there's there's I, literally three. <laughs> sometimes I don't want to say people's names just because like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But you know who you are. Yeah. They get it. <laughs> exactly uh but yeah dude, what's up man um it was a long we had a holiday week it was memorial day weekend very nice to get one of those sanctioned days off yeah you don't gotta take one of your own vacation days right shout out to troops oh yeah <laughs> shout out to troops shout out yeah. to I, you know what i want to extend it a little bit too i don't know you know that. i'm just saying uh, really for real shout out to the troops oh yeah yeah no no i was saying i, I want to extend out like because um a lot of times for like memorial day veteran day um, those kind of remembrance holidays, um, we do forget about the people who don't necessarily serve in the military, but do still serve the community at large. Oh, go on. You know, police officers, mm-hmm. firefighters, EMTs, yep. Coast Guards. Yep. You know, there's a lot of people, even even people who just, um, you know, go around and feed the homeless. There's a lot of people who serve. I know Memorial Day is specifically about those who die in combat, but. You know, yeah, what is thanks the, to everyone who, who so serves. Oh, so veterans there's the difference between veterans veterans day is people who are still alive. Al- okay, okay. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I got a question for you actually. Yeah, Because we were talking about this at work at, um to start the day off. Cause I I have a um uh a feeling that the country would be much more united if people didn't go straight into college. Mm, interesting. So I was thinking that, you know, before you go to college, so after high school, you graduate 17, 18 years old, you have two years of mandatory service. A lot of countries do that, don't they? Yeah. But a lot of it is like mandatory military service. This would be mandatory service to country, no matter, you know, it can be working in a soup kitchen, working in. Like, oh, you mean like some, like kind of giving back? like something for yes. Not like, uh, yeah, like, okay, not like military, like you said, right. just like. Within your community, yeah, anything within your community. If you want to help people, any any way that you can help people, uh, I mean, because there's there's probably there's tons Damn. of nonprofits who don't have enough help. Um, yeah, I mean that's a good idea. I like because that would be you get more connected with your community. And you, yep. You, you, and by volunteering, if you you kind of find you can find a pathway to what you like doing. Right. You find out what you like doing instead of tr- almost trial and error of like, right. Oh, I don't like doing this. So I'll right. just, yeah. Going to the college, switching majors seven times. Right, right. And then figuring out, oh, okay, I actually want to be uh, an accountant or whatever right. the fuck it is. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like also just to, it's such a big country. I know in, in Jamaica, it's much, it's a smaller country, a small island. So having a national identity is easy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not, you can drive from one coast to the other coast. Right. In one day. Yeah. This country is fucking huge. I think you we're know? still trying to find our real. I don't think identity. we have one. Yeah, it's like it's a. I mean, it really is a melting pot. Yeah, and because the because the regions are so different. Like, right. if you live in New York, your experience is totally different than someone who lives in Tennessee. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 
or you know so even even a part of that service if like one year is local and then one year is a community somewhere else in the country like they they send you from from uh you know from new york to rural nebraska so you can understand how people live there i like that idea and then you know you you don't see people as the other so would that be now would that be a federal would that be on the federal level or on the state level I think both. Like one year is on the state level, one lo- one year is on on the federal level. Yeah, and then you know you you can some people may choose to go into the military. I think a lot of people would also. I think a lot of people would choose to still go into the military, and then I think some people would choose to work for the forestry department. Yeah, as a volunteer. I mean, well, we had a in in high school. We had things like like I guess four H or something. It was, but it was it was kind of like. Uh, I don't, I don't know how bad, but it was like you could go down and like learn about agriculture or oh. like these vocational, more vocational routes where you can, uh, well, you just learn about these different pathways that you could take. Right. Uh, and I mean, you did, didn't you take like some agricultural? Yeah. For high school, I went to a school in Queens, shout out to John Bound High School, mm-hmm. um, for exploratory agriculture. Um, and we had a farm in the back. Yeah. So we learn life skills. I still, you know, can implement today in terms of like growing my own vegetables. I grow my own. Ve- we grow vegetables here, um, oh, on really? the roof and yeah. What you What you grow on? Uh, what you say? What you grow on? What I grow on? What you grow on? <laughs> uh, we got like tomatoes. We got lettuce. Nice peppers. I w- actually I won in high school. I won uh, second place in the Queens County Fair for my eggplant. Word. Yeah, man. So I'm. I'm Yo, I'm that's thumb. a fun. Nice, thing. Yo, that's a. That'd be like when you get a new job or something. Yeah, I should put it's that like, shit oh, on my tell, resume. Tell us a fun fact about yourself, Kenny. Yeah, oh, I have a, the best goddamn eggplant in Queens. <laughs> no, I looked up actually I looked up four H four H hands on learning and education programs for kids build build skills like responsibility, resiliency, hard work, and helping them to succeed in life. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's just just that's on the it's just on the high school level. It's kind of like, but I mean. Even high school people are like, oh, you're, yeah. you're, you're doing fucking 4-H, dude. Right, right, right. You know, it's just kind of, I don't know, we have to, like, change, I don't know, change the... The way people kind of view it. Yeah, view it and be like, yo, this, if it's mandatory, it's like, all right, well... Right. But kids just like to make... Kids are stupid. They like to make fun of shit. Yeah. Just because they don't quite understand it or, you know, whatever yeah. fucking reason. But I remember one thing that we had in agriculture, we had a culture in the school. Like, the people who were in agriculture, we loved it. Mm-hmm. We love learning that skill. We learn how to, you know, not just to farm, like in terms of putting crops in the ground, but we learned about like, you know, taking care of how to do it respons- responsibly, how to take care of the land, how to take care of animals, how to build. That's funny because I don't, maybe it's just me because I, even Grumman, like my fucking high school was, you look out, there's a farm. Yeah. I have no, I had no interest. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's weird. Or it's interesting that you grew up here in New York City, that you guys would have to be like really intrigued by that. Right. And not that not to say that no one at my high school was wasn't, but right. I don't think that we were like, Oh yeah, shit, we're gonna yeah. learn how to farm and stuff, you know what I mean? But Yeah. I mean, you're very removed from the process of how how food is made yeah, yeah, when you yeah. live in a city. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, you just go to the store, you buy bread. You just have it. Right. You don't even think about it. It's never run it's never out. Mm-hmm. If you go to the store and something's out, you know, you're going to complain. Yeah. You're gonna be like, oh, well. Call 911. Mm-hmm. Or you look for an alternate because, you know, there's going to be, you know, not the exact thing you wanted, but there's right. going to be something else that can exactly. replace it easily yeah. without even thinking about it. Yeah. I mean, 
just life skills in general. I mean, there's so many people who don't know. Like if if civilization were to break down today, mm-hmm. and pe- we had to restart, and you know, there'd be like one percent of the population that's helpful that would know actually how to fix shit. Right. Yeah. Oh, how do we build a shelter? I'd, I'd be I'd be fucked. Most people wouldn't know how to swing a fucking hammer. I could probably build a fire. I can build a fire. You got glasses though, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Use that. yeah. See, actually, I think about it all the time. If if the civilization did break down, my weakness would be my eyes. Right. Because I wear contacts <laughs> and glasses. So I'd be, I'd be like, as soon as my contacts dry out, I'd right. be like, oh, well, I guess I'm not going to be able to see danger. Right. So I'm not going to be able to, my depth perception would be off. Maybe you turn into, uh, what's that superhero that that's blind? Cyclops? Nah, there's like a- Marvel Oh, Daredevil. Hero. Daredevil, yeah. Daredevil, yeah, yeah, yeah. Started getting that yeah. ultrasonic dude, hair and dude, shit. Dude, actually, I would, I wouldn't mind that because I could. Hear, then, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'll be good. Yeah, yeah be you good. fine. You survive. You yeah, just yeah. adapt. But I wonder if my eyes would, over time, would uh, they would adjust. Yeah, I mean, I'd get used to it. Yeah, you know what I mean. I feel like it would get better. Yeah, dude. When it when it happens, you just come here. The bro- oh yeah, yeah yeah. I got bow and arrows and shit now. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm I'm gonna yeah, yeah, survive. <laughs> All right. Uh, so week three of your. Your bow and arrow expeditions of, of, of my new archery addiction. Uh, yo, how's it? Yeah, I saw you saw a story on on IG. Yeah, how's it? It's going well. Oh, it's going great. Yeah, I keep telling people it's the most fun you can have with your clothes on. <laughs> it's <is> great. <laughs> archery, mm, good. <laughs> That's funny, dude. It's you know what I like about it specifically. It's like you can't. It may it forces you to be present. Yeah, 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 like you're focusing on the now, like the the center of the target is mm-hmm. like I don't know, a little bit bigger than a half dollar, mm-hmm. and you're focusing kind of on that point, at, at least in this range is like twenty yards away, and you're trying to get you're trying to throw a stick at it, yeah, from a string, <clears throat> yeah, it focuses you to you, yeah, like you said, focus on the now. Mm-hmm. It's very centered. It's like I don't want to call it. Well, I mean, I guess anything can be a meditation, but it really. Causes you to focus on your breath. Yeah, I never would have. Yeah. On first thought of that, yeah. I wouldn't have picked up. Oh, you're gonna be focusing on that deep of like the present, right? You know what I mean? But it really is because, I mean, it's like um, shoot. You ever shot a gun? Yeah. Um, like the time that you want to pull the trigger or squeeze the trigger mm-hmm. is kind of at least this is what I think. Any snipers, correct me if I'm wrong. You want to do it on an exhale. Mm-hmm. So once you get to that to that point where all the oxygen is out of your lungs, you're at your most still. Right. Well, that causes you to focus on your breath. And yeah, and yeah, so you're just like, oh, I'm about to take this shot. Right. I, gotta, I better, if I'm taking this shot, I better, you know, if I want to hit my target. Right. If, or if, if I'm in like, if I'm a sniper. Right. I don't know if that's a... I'm going to kill this person. Yeah. I don't know if this is a good no, <laughs> route to go. I mean, no, I mean like, if I'm going to make my target, then right. I better be making the right decision focus. Yeah. yeah. Even if you're shooting at a piece of paper. Yeah. You know, you want to, if you're, if you're focused on the target, you focus on your shot process. Like with archery, you know, you draw the, you draw the bow. Mm-hmm. You have particular anchor points that you want to get to at, at the, the same point on your, you know, in relation to your face and, body yeah. every single time to form consistency and you know you want to have a release that's consistent and you, you you go through the steps of the process and you don't really 
start thinking about like, oh, I have to pay this bill right. later. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to apply that same focus yeah. to when I'm hitting the keys on my keyboard at work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Only type on mm. the exhale. Per our conversation. <laughs> Deep breath. Mm. That's like the standard email. Per, yeah, our, yeah. per our conversation that we had privately and talked bullshit about so and so. Corporate corporate <laughs> yeah. nonsense. Co- corporate cover your ass emails. Yeah. yeah. Dude, no. It was so startling when I first started, like just just the the level of um cover your ass. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's 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 in everything. Everything you do is like yeah. I gotta keep myself from getting in trouble. Yeah, it's like per our conversation, um, and as we discussed yeah. uh, with so and so, cc'd here, yeah, and with the documents attached here, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. You're always just constantly keeping receipts, trying to yeah, yeah, or like push blame, <laughs> make sure it, blame's definitely not on me. Yeah, corporate Dude, life, it's fucking bullshit. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I guess now, again, I guess, well, not, I guess we're kind of go back to the whole, you know, volunteering or whatever, like yeah. uh, in the beginning before uh, college and everything, it's kind of, we're figuring, we're still figuring things out. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, it's not necessarily something we all, we're not doing what we, all what we love doing right. day in and day out, but it's a, uh, it's just trial and error right now. I yes. <clears throat> when you went to college, do you feel like you were ready? Uh, Yeah. Only because honestly, when I went to college, I was like, "All right, I'm I got a soccer scholarship," so I was like, "Oh, I'm playing soccer," and I, I wasn't always focused on. It wasn't just, "Oh, I'm gonna get my education," right? So I get to play, edu- I get to play soccer. But however, I was like, if I'm gonna stay on the team, I gotta have good grades, and I gotta eventually. I guess no, I wasn't prepared academically, right? To, like, but you had like a goal, right? That you went in there with, so you had something to focus on. And it was some, honestly, it was just something, I guess, a testament to my mom and grandma of how they raised me. It was like college, just like that's the next step. That's right. what you're doing. It was, it wasn't just, it wasn't like, uh, damn, we're really playing. <laughs> damn, we're, hey, tell you, we're playing in Travis. <laughs> tell you what, uh, it was just something. Oh yeah, it was just like a nobody thought about. It, it was just oh yeah, I'm going to college. Yeah. Um, which is, I guess, is good. And I mean, not to say I didn't take it for granted, but right. you know, what about you? Uh, I feel sort of the same. I didn't have a, I didn't have a scholarship for tennis, but I knew I was going to be able to make the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but in terms of academics, I was not. I always did well in school, mm-hmm. but when I got into college, there are women there now. <laughs> like, yeah, actual Dis- distractions. Women. Yeah, yeah. And I was like. Oh shit! shit. <laughs> and I had a gap. My first semester, I had a gap from my first class was like nine a.m. Then I had another class at eleven thirty. Wait, wait, your first class was at nine? Yeah. Yeah. And then oh, then okay. there was one at eleven thirty. How long then, was the class? An hour? Hour? I think like an hour to fifteen. Yeah. Then I had a gap to five o'clock. Yo. So that gave me a lot of free time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't do it. I didn't. I didn't do God's work with that free time. Oh yeah, I still do that shit. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. If I had like, um, 
I feel like if I had gone into some kind of service and then went to college, I, I would have had more uh, of an idea of what I like and what I want to do and just right. would have been around women. Mm -hmm. And it wouldn't be so novel, like, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh my, God, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. She's hot. Oh my God. She's talking to me. Oh shit. What's going on? And you know, like, does she know I'm 17? Oh, I'm yeah. not going to say shit. You know, like, oh, you're seven, you're 17 when you went to college. I was 17 my yeah. whole first semester. So was I. So, oh no, like, no, I was, uh, I turned, I didn't turn 18 until about my birthday's in September. Right. I turned, oh, I was 17 only for a month. Yeah. Well, my my <laughs> yeah. birthday's December 8th. So the, the semester ends like December 15th. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the Damn, whole dude. first semester, Damn, I'm, in there. Dude. I'm 17 years old. Shit. And there's 20, but then seems like adults. Now I talk about 20 year old, I'm like, oh, that's a kid. Yeah. But 20 year old, I'm like, oh my God, they're talking to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, goddamn. What do I do? Right. Especially in high school, all the girls that I found attractive were all dating dudes who were like 26 and had cars and shit. And yeah. I didn't yeah. have a chance. I, yeah, I was. My my first crush was this girl, Farrell. Ooh. Shout out to Farrell. She was a cheerleader. She was a Farrell? Farrell. Or like a feral cat? F-E-R-R-E-L-L. -L. Oh, almost like a feral cat. Or yeah, I think that is. Well, I don't Sidetrack, uh, sorry. But no, I was just like, she was, I don't know, she was just like, she was mixed and like, Ooh. had like this nice curly hair, like these hazel, hazel eyes. Uh-huh. I was just, I was like, that was... That was like my first like real, real she's, a, she's a cheerleader too. Red bone? Yellow bone. I don't know. Oh. Yellow bone? Yellow bone's a light skinned black girl. I think. Mix maybe? Yellow bone, yellow bone, yellow bone, red bone. Well it's the Charles Cambino song is red bone, isn't it? Uh yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Uh yeah, all the girls I like, they were older and yeah. weren't even paying attention to me. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, same here. They yeah. they weren't paying attention to me. They had boyfriends who had had a Honda Civic already. Yeah. Yo, I, I eventually got that Honda Civic. Yeah. I eventually got that Honda Civic. Did you go back to high school and say, like, it's my turn now? Yeah. I get to get the girls now. Yeah. Uh, shit, no one was hopping that Honda Civic with me. <laughs> I never got that. When, especially when I got to that age. Uh, I'm 25, 26. I was like, there's no way in hell I would date a high school girl. No, that shit was now thinking no. back to it was like how that's the weird. fuck? That's how the weird. fuck were these girls pulling dudes who were like because they were fucking insecure? I get, I guess I that's don't know. weird. If you're 25 years old dating a maybe it's cultural. I don't fucking know. That I don't know. That's weird. All that right, that took weird. a that took a crazy turn, <laughs> right? <laughs> Wait, what were we talking about? We were talking about uh oh college college. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't. I definitely wasn't. I wasn't prepared mentally. For being in Harlem with women, with a combination of responsibility, responsibility, right, right, right. free time, right. Was it idle, idle hands at the devil's playground or some <laughs> shit like that? <laughs> yeah, 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 I was playing with the devil, <laughs> dancing with the devil. Dan uh, yo, That's we were the... fucking doing a tango, salsa mambo. There was a salsa mambo club. Mm -hmm. I only went because this girl Vanessa was going. Yeah, I mean, oh, Vanessa, want to go to Salsa Mambo Club? That's a, I'll go. There's this, uh, what was it? Chris, what was it? I think Chris Rock has a bit. It's like, we don't, men don't do things just because we right. like doing it. We just right. do things because women like doing it. Right. Women like cars, so we get cars. Right. You know what I mean? Women like Ferraris, so we buy, we get Ferraris. Right. 
It's like, we're not doing it for us. We're right. doing it for you. They're like two things <laughs> yeah. dudes actually like. Dude, that sports. Is, that is so true. Mm, what's it? Oh, well, yeah, we all know the other thing. Yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, uh, also, college was more, instead of like academically too, it was more like, well, I guess like, you, I guess you're trying to say is like a social thing too. Right. Yeah. It was more, it helped me more socially. Yeah. Then, cause I was meeting new people. I went to school outside of Knoxville. Right. Uh, shout out to Radford actually. And if you're listening to this, you went to Radford, shout out to you. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it was more, uh, a social development thing than, than right. just putting your head down, going to books and stuff. There I mean, other people who really focus on that, but right. I mean, it's because it's that perfect time of your in between of adolescence and adulthood. Right. So, I mean, naturally you're going to be distracted. There's right. going to be a shit ton of distractions, but you also, you have to maintain that, yo, I'm, this is a lot of fucking money. Right. I saw, I, I did have that in my back of my head of like, oh, I better not fuck this up. Right. You know? Right. Because, I mean, this is it. Yeah. Not like this is it, but you know what I mean? This is expensive right. chance. Right. Right. I didn't, I didn't. I didn't fuck up like that. However, oh yeah, I didn't either. I had to drop a few classes because I realized I'm about to fuck up. <laughs> yeah, actually, I started out in uh, <clears throat> criminal justice. Okay, which I'm kind of this. It actually, hindsight it pisses me off that this happened. So I, I was getting like a this is like the first class, the yeah. first like the one on one criminal justice class. And I was getting like a C, almost on tracking to get a D. Yeah, and the teacher was like, you know, you should uh. You should maybe you should consider doing something else. You know, like picking something else. Like I was like, damn. Uh, all right. Yeah. And not even like. First off, like a teacher. I don't think a teacher should fucking say that to. Right. The student, even even regardless, it's like it's. A, I mean, I can make it up. Right. But to be like to switch the whole major. Right. <laughs> like damn. All right. And that really like that. That goes with you. Yeah. 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 It makes you really doubt yourself and it'll pop up like you know it can pop up 20 years from now right that little bit of doubt that someone can put in your mind no one could put like a it's exactly remember three three episodes ago when it was like people see their limitations as yours Mm -hmm. limitations right right so he had no business telling you what you limiting what what your capabilities are right right and i mean that that could have I, and I still remember. Obviously, I still rem- it stuck with me because I still remember that. I still yeah. remember that all the time. Oh yeah. Uh, then I switched to communications because it was just like, all right, well, it's broad, right? And I mean, it could lead to media or, so- or like something. Right. Just, you can do cool stuff with it. Yeah. I just didn't know what. Right. What I exactly what I wanted to do. Right. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I started off in um, civil engineering, mm-hmm. and when I got to the class initially, it just I expected. I never. I I had not heard of. I had heard of the term engineering before. Yeah. But I never really considered what civil engineering oh, is. Yeah. That's um, like, uh, like bridges and shit. Right. Yeah. I always thought there was. Oh, architects do that, but I didn't know that they were just kind of just design it. But the engineers figure out how that shit is really done. Mm-hmm. The mathematics Anywho. of it. Yeah. So I same thing. I started off in the one hundred and one class. I was actually not doing poorly in it, but I had to do work so much harder because. They didn't teach the class from the ground level. Mm. They started at like the fifth floor. <laughs> they, already, they already started building. They yeah. Were, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, 
the the kids who were in the class, some of the kids who were going to other schools, they had already seen AutoCAD. They had already mm. done calculus. They, they had already like a natural interest in it. They had natural interest, but they also had a head start because of their high school. Oh, word, like word. my my oh. high school was about agriculture. So if we were talking uh, about how to plant shit, you know, I would have had the advantage on them. But we're talking about like calculus and physics and shit. Shit. And really? I, my high school, we I mean. I think we did have a calculus class, but I didn't take that because I thought I was going to become a fucking farmer. Interesting. So damn, I was behind and I was just like, I don't know if I find this even interesting enough. And one thing that I always loved doing was watching the history channel. I was like, fuck it. I don't be a history major. No one has to force me to like history. I, right. I already like that shit. Yeah. 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 So I just, I should have done that too. I love history too. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that kind of, I, I have another story, like kind of three times that happened to me. Yeah. That similar to that, I took a, I don't know if it was an elective, um, but it was it was like it was like coding, yeah. Pretty much. And like uh, I forgot the name of the class, but we had to like code, like actions into robots and stuff. Oh, so it was it was really it's really cool. But I, the first class I missed because of soccer. We had an away trip. Yeah, and so teacher sent like all the the syllabus and everything, and. From the moment I got back to the second class, I was like, again, they had already started. They were already right. on the fifth floor, like you said. Yeah. And I was like completely lost. Yeah. I was like behind the whole, whole, uh, whole class. Yeah. And the teacher didn't really, didn't really like do anything to help. Right. You know what I mean? To like really catch me up. But right. I don't know. It was just, and I was like, damn, I'm definitely failing. That's the <laughs> only class, <laughs> it's the only class I failed. I knew right. as soon as I walked in the second class, the second day class, I was like, I'm failing this. <laughs> this is not this gonna is, go I'll well. I'll take this L. <laughs> right. Yeah. You should just switch to a pass fail and just hope for the best. Yeah. Did you just school have that? What? Pass fail. What's that? Like you could take a course and instead of getting like an A, B, C or whatever, you can get pass or fail. No, I, I may, maybe they did. I don't know. You know, our school had that. So if you had a class that you were like, I might get a D, a C in this, but it's really gonna fuck up my GPA. Mm. You take it pass fail. So it doesn't affect your GPA, but you only have you can only do like two of those. Mm. So you have to really pick, choose yeah. wisely. Yeah. <laughs> like which class, which classes are a really good chance I'm just gonna barely skate by. <laughs> just slide in there. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I don't. Take pass I don't know. Fail. I don't know if we had that. You probably did. Probably yeah, was an probably option. Did. Yeah. I probably did it a few times and don't even realize it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm overall my college experience was. It was, I guess my study habits improve because yeah. I guess they had to, but yeah. definitely I conclude socially, I definitely blossomed more. Right. Because I met so many different people from, well, different, just different regions. Like yeah. a lot of people from my school went to, were from Northern Virginia. Yeah. Uh, so I met, met people from all there. And then I was, I was on a soccer team. So I met people from England, Trinidad, yeah. uh, Zimbabwe. Yeah. You know, so it was uh, probably one of the best, besides, Moving behind, moving here, right? It's probably one of the best decisions I've ever, never yeah. made by going away. And that's kind of like what the promise of what college is, is mm-hmm. supposed to be. It's supposed to be, you know, you know, you change, sharing ideas and mm-hmm. share experiences and learn new people yeah. grow. But now with the, you know, with the cost of college and the, the kind of the burden of debt. Yeah, I mean, for a lot of people, it's it's probably not even the right option right right i know when i was in high school they basically would tell us 
don't worry about how you're going to pay for college. Just get in. Yeah. Get in and then figure it out later. Worst idea you can get someone. <laughs> yeah. You get the fuck right. into, you know, a $25,000 a year college. Yeah. And your love is English. You're going to come out of college with $100,000 in debt mm. if you're lucky. And, and, a, and a fucking English degree, maybe. And no fucking job. And then you're going to be a teacher. They don't get paid a lot. Right. Or I guess you going to, you can go to journalism, right? Yeah. Well, okay. That doesn't pay a lot either. Right. The internet works. The, the internet's here now. So yeah. what the fuck newspapers out there? Like if you, if you go to school, a lot of people go to school to like FIT, which is expensive as fuck. Mm-hmm. And you're going to do photography and shit. Well, well guess what? There, It's a competitive field. Yeah. You went to school for four years. Someone who didn't go to school and was working sort of in that field for right. the last four years, they have an advantage over you. Right. So you're I mean, dead and you're tough. fucked. Yeah, it's just uh, being at the right place at the right time. Yeah. Yeah. But also just under and also understanding like what, what the how, how the market's moving, mm. you know, because they're they're jobs that, you know, were secure in 1950. Yeah. Like working in a factory that's mm-hmm. not going to be secure today. Yeah, because they globalization. Right. Those fa- those jobs are being sent overseas. Right. To be done at a cheaper rate. Right. And so, and then, yeah, it's just I guess it's just finding the shift, like you said. Right. Um, Seeing where the tide's going. And when it, I wonder that that huge shift is. I mean, it's happening now, but mm-hmm. I wonder when the bulk of it is gonna really like take effect mm. i think the big shift in our in our society is going to be um driverless cars you think yeah isn't no wait didn't uber are they didn't they uh was, their test they they're they testing it they killed someone though they did but i think i think it was like the person kind of ran out into the road or, or i thought that yeah or like they didn't they didn't break or something something like that but damn we don't we're we're just getting lazier and lazier huh oh yeah so, like we, we don't want to our tech, I think we've said this before. Technology is like it's not, it's not it's just here because it's more for convenience. It's not actually is it really necessary pro- progressing? Yeah, is it is it really pushing us forward? No, because really, well, yes and no. Mm-hmm. Because there's some technology that is, and there's some technology that is just how well can you market it? Yeah, and sell it. You know how yeah. well can you sell this thing? Mm-hmm. But I think driverless cars. There's so many people who earn a living from driving oh, something, yeah. driving a truck, oh, here, driving it. Right. Here in New York. Right. Yeah. What what happens when all those people lose their jobs? Damn. There's people who uh because in the taxi system here, they have the, the medallion and they build up yeah. they build up all their, their savings and everything, right? Yeah. They sell the medallions um for like seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. That's so you can have one taxi. Holy shit. Right. So people take out massive loans. And that's what you see. A lot of these times they get these medallions and the whole family drives the taxi. Mm-hmm. So the taxi's never not running. So, I mean, they're already taking a hit with like Uber and things like that because the tax, th- those people didn't see the shift. the shift in the market coming. Yeah. That's why I... I, I understand that and like people like the traditional taxi service get mad at Uber and Via yeah. and Lyft and all these it's yep. like why didn't like, but I I understand their frustration but it's like why don't you guys just 
even though if you're you're sore, you're a little late. Yeah, you're real late to the game. But yeah. why not just make the shift? Yeah, you got to make the shift you, too. You have to. If your whole family is driving the medallion, is driving the taxi under the medallion, well then one of you need to get a fucking Uber as well. The, the, the but the New York the yellow taxi can't disappear though. For nostalgic reasons. Yeah, and then just the the feeling of yo. Yeah. Yo, hey, hey, taxi. Yeah, but you know. I mean, when when uh, Danny Glover had that situation where they wouldn't pick him up, it started to get highlighted. Well, Danny oh Glover. shit! Yeah, the actor. Oh, oh, wait, Danny Glover. Yeah, the actor. Who the fuck is Danny? I'm thinking there's only Danny. Uh, remember you ever seen the color purple? Oh fuck yeah! I'm tripping. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had a situation. Uh, he's trying weapon. To, oh yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He had a situation. He's trying to catch a cab. This mm-hmm. is like 90s or some shit. And he was like, yo, these cabs are not standing for this up for me. I'm fucking Danny Glover. And he's like, oh shit. I'm a black man trying to catch a ca- taxi. They think I'm trying to go to Brooklyn mm-hmm. or Bronx or whatever. That's probably a long time ago too. That shit still happens today. I get taxis. Kind of like, uh, it, have a big yes. smile on face. Hey, how you doing? It's not. <laughs> it's definitely not as prevalent. However, yeah. if you get into a cab and you tell them that you're going to Brooklyn, and see if they won't try and kick you out. Mm. Oh no, I'm not going to Brooklyn. I can't. I okay, yeah, I've, I've had that before. Yeah, like when I used to live in the Heights. Yeah, they're like, I'd oh, be, I'm not driving uptown. Yeah, I'd be like, I'm not going up. I'm like, well, all right, well then, don't be mad. And right. You, then you understand why people like people are doing Ubers and exactly lifts. If you live past 86th Street, good luck getting a cab. And they're supposed to taxi. take you though. They're supposed to. Yeah. If they stop, they they cannot deny you your ride. But they would rather you call the police, and the police take, you know, 20 minutes, and you just get frustrated. Mm-hmm. Then, they would rather take that risk than to take you uptown. Yeah, I relate to that though because sometimes when I get an email at work and like, oh hey, <laughs> you do this, I'm like, I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But don't be surprised when when fucking Uber comes around and starts kicking your ass. Yeah, and then uh, <clears throat> I saw they're trying to do uh, like like flying car, like like flying uh, services. Yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah. So that would be like they would have to. Well, I guess they'll create more jobs for pilots. There'd be more. No, that shit would be drones. I don't trust. That. I wouldn't. I wouldn't trust a person flying it. I don't trust that. People do some dumb shit, but I see people fucking. But I've seen a, a woman painting her fucking toenails while she's driving her car <laughs> down the FDR. She has a one foot up on That's the talent. fucking dashboard. See, I trust her. The fuck no. Yeah, I, I trust mean, her. I trust her ability to like it, wiggle out of some handcuffs or do some flexy shit, not drive me anywhere. And she can do that. If she can paint her toenails and drive at the same time on the FDR, she's good with She hands. probably crashed. I mean, she probably crashed. Yeah, I I do not want to see her insurance rates. Um, but I guess I guess drones, even the drones in the consumer market, like consumer market for us is it's still new. But yeah, I guess in the military they've always yeah, been they've been using that shit for for decades. Yeah, yeah. There, I guess they, I don't know when they started using them. Yeah, the thing is, like like we were saying before, is like what's the difference between the technology that's really moving us forward and the technology that is just trying to get your money. Right. Because there's definitely that. Mm-hmm. There's definitely the people who are just trying to, they're just making shit for the sake of making shit. Like the, what's, what, remember you showed me the, the Google thing? The, uh, the service? Like, um, it can, it can 
order. They can order rest. They can order from. Oh and yes, like, yeah, yeah. They yeah. just they just did that in their latest keynote. I don't remember what it's called. Like their developers conference. And I understand people who are really busy, like new parents. Yeah. Who like need to order, order food or something, or order a grocery list. I understand right. that. But I mean, for me, I'm just like, I can I can call I can call right. And I feel like that some of that that kind of that kind of uh, I guess technology takes the human right connection away. Yeah, like all the Alexa stuff. And yep, it's just we're not gonna be able to learn how we're gonna be we're gonna remember how to talk to each other. Right, it's made us less human. Yeah, it's like with dating apps. Dating apps are are great because they can introduce you to someone you might not have otherwise met. Yep. But then it's bad because it can make you super awkward at meeting people in person. And then people, yeah, exactly. And then people can be flaky as shit. Yeah. And then, yeah, the the norm, the kind of the norms become deconstructed. I guess. Yeah. That makes, yeah. I mean, I've met, I've definitely met people who are way more interesting on the internet than yeah. they are in person. Right. 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 Oh shit! You were funny as shit on text. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, text game could be right. Just hell of a decision. Right. Because I, I got the, the meme folder. Right. I, could, <laughs> I right. throw some memes right. at you. They hit yeah. the emojis right at the right time. But it's like a joke. It's like in person. It's like, man, you're uh, kind of fucking lame. But, but sometimes sarcasm. I like consider myself sarcastic. Yeah. Sarcasm. I don't really think it. It doesn't really translate in text. Yeah. No. Unless it's like very. Blatant. You have to do like add all these like asterisks or something, yeah. or like you have to. Yeah. It's a lot of work to. Yeah, your timing is different. Right. Like when right. you're when you when you're texting, you get that extra beat of time to yeah, like yeah. think of oh how am I gonna yeah. work this joke? Where if the person's right in front of you, yeah, you know you don't have that. You don't so, have the time. But sometimes you have to be quick too because if you're trying to get a joke off in text, you have to like, I I gotta get I gotta say this right, and right, then right. I gotta go in my folder meme and then. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like quick with it, right? But then, yeah, like you said, it can fall f- completely flat if you don't have right. If you don't can't think of the right, right. facial expression or right, tone. Right. Yeah, that's why stand up comedy is so good. Oh, it's, it's the best. You have that like that. Sh- I, there's no way I could do that. It's the most there's difficult. No way. It's the most difficult. Probably one of the most difficult things to do. Yeah, or crafts to do. Yeah, just to get up and talk in front of people and make them laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes you have a crowd that's intentionally trying to not laugh. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That shit's hard. Because yeah, when people get up there, that's like that's the like ultimate uh, judgment. Yeah. To be like, because you sit back and you're like, and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's this guy got? Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been at a comedy club and I've seen like someone go up there and they're funny as shit. Mm-hmm. When the next person comes up, I'm looking at them like, oh, well, what do you have? The yeah, other guy yeah. was great. Yeah. I was, uh, as I watched um, Jerry Seinfeld one time, he was, he, I forgot who he said, but someone before him <clears throat> was about to, was bring, was warming up and bringing him on. He goes, now for the greatest comedian of all time or ever. Yeah. And he said he, he'd never been, he said he, before, he said that was like the show he bombed the most. Wow. That was Jerry Seinfeld? Yeah. Because he was like, <laughs> he just put that pressure he on was him. Like, dude, he was like, fuck you. You're right. Why'd you do that? Why would you do that to me? Right. Because then people are, that's why people are like, okay, this guy's yeah, funny yeah. shit. All yeah. right, well, let's let's see it. Yeah. And just be able, be able to make people laugh. Everyone wants to make people laugh. Right. I mean, that's like a, that's a good skill in itself just to, because you get, 
you kind of get like a satisfaction. You get a personal satisfaction or a right. validation from right making someone chuckle. Or, you know what I mean? Like, you know I mean? like right. oh. And who doesn't want to be the one of the funny guy? Right, right, right. Uh, but yeah, it's just, uh, damn, that was a tangent as well. Right. <laughs> Went from technology to, well, I guess not really. It was it seamless because it's talking about communication and yeah. talking to people. and Yeah. It's all the same. But yeah, technology is uh, it's getting... We'll see where it goes. It, it just depends on how we how we use it. Right. And I feel bad. I haven't read this yet, but <clears throat> 1984. Okay. I know. I know what it, I know what's about. Right. But I haven't read all, all of it. Yeah. But I feel like we're going that route. Right. And it's just crazy how a lot of I guess like science fiction or whatever actually yeah. is actually becoming true. Right. It's kind of. Life imitating art. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. The other way around. I yeah, and like, and even like advertising. Yeah. Going back to, we we didn't speak about on here, but advertising anyway. Advertising like how they can track, they can track your cookies. Yeah. And then feed you different ads. Yeah. Based off what you click on. So I click if you you bought a bunch of shoes recently. Right. So oh like you oh Adidas. My Instagram feed is. Yeah. Full of right, every sneaker brands I never fucking heard of in my life. Right, yeah. But then you're like, oh well, these are dope. Yeah. And then you're, then you click on them, and see, as soon as, as you know, as soon as you click on them, you're gonna yeah. see an ad. Yeah. The next on your Facebook or something. Yeah. That's geared towards that. So it's like it's almost like they're in your yeah they're in your head yeah because they they gather all your data all your internet yeah internet information your your all your searches yeah. And just feed you, feed you ads. And it's... Oh, yeah. It's like, no matter what anyone tells you, the, the world's largest industry is advertising. Oh, fuck yeah. It's not oil or information. Te- uh, it's advertising. It's the most manipulative. It, it, it really, yeah, it really does run yeah. societies. It runs all industries. Societies. Dude, you, can you walk into a... You can't walk into a pharmacy... And buy prescription drugs. So why am I getting a commercial for it every mm. every ten minutes? They 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 convince you to yeah. Which which brings up because I wanted to talk about this the uh, the century itself yeah. Um, Edward Bernays, which I was reading because I I mean I studied advertising in college, mm. but I forgot. I mean, watching it, I was <clears throat> like memories. I was like, oh shit, I actually I'm pretty sure I learned about this guy. Yeah, he was the first person to like tie emotion to like to products, right? Because before it was people were just buying things based; they were just buying what they needed, right? They weren't concerned about oh, I just need I just need milk, right. eggs, right? We need a tractor, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right. But then he, I think he got a start. He ended up getting a start helping Woodrow Wilson mm-hmm. try to convince people for for World War One to be like or to after World War One to be like, yo, we're not gonna we're not gonna reestablish old empires. Right. We're gonna try to spread democracy. Mm-hmm. So they got this he's like a he's the nephew of Sigmund Freud. Okay. So like a he's like a psychologist and a psychoanalyst and everything. So but then he when he came home when that was a success, he was like, if this if I can use this propaganda Mm-hmm. Which he was, and then he was smart enough to not use pro- go back home and use propaganda, yeah. word propaganda, because 
the Nazis and the Germans use it. Right. He's like, if I can use this for during wartime, imagine how effective this could be in peacetime. What can I use this for peace? Right. And that's like how he's like the, almost like the father of advertising. Yeah. In a way. Of, of What's his name again? Edward Bernays. Okay. And just tying that, like, I think one of his first, his first, uh, I guess, experiments is getting women to smoke. Mm. So, like, smoking was seen as a, only a male thing, mm-hmm. you know, and this, this other, he, he got this other uh, psychoanalyst to do a study and then mm. saying that the cigarette was seen as a male counterpart, male version, or like a counterpart of the, of the penis that represented phallic yeah phallic symbol yeah so it's like it represented you know masculinity yeah and also so the <clears throat> a smoking company was trying to yo well, how can we get women to start smoking yeah so what they did was just they gave during us like a suffrage walk or during a like an easter parade but there's suffragists there mm-hmm. they gave them cigarettes mm-hmm. and they're like all right well we're just gonna smoke these we're gonna smoke these and so they, it, came, it became, a, and there was like the uh, torches of freedom was the slogan. Mm. So he tied like this, this image mm-hmm. of women smoking. Is that it, when they added like the, you know, kind of that, that like smoking wand or whatever the fuck that's yeah, called? Yeah, yeah. Or, uh, well, I don't know if that was the exact point, but in that, in the brief, when I start first, I'm only like an hour in. Yeah. But yeah, they showed images of like this, the long smoke. Yeah. Yeah. Like this it became this more, more elegant. It gave, it gave women, like, uh, now that women, seeing women smoking during the suffrage walk. Right. It was like, Oh, it's give, it's give a sign of independence right. and more, uh, give them confidence. It's like, Oh, right. well, and torches of freedom was like a huge slogan of like freedom. Right. Freedom means I can do what I want. Right. You know what I mean? So, right. That, that makes like, a lot of sense. Yeah. That's very fascinating. I want to hit back on what you said about um, people purchasing with their emotions because that's definitely the tactic that you see m- most common mm-hmm. in like commercial advertising. If you watch the TV, more than them trying to tell you what the product is used for, they're trying to tell you how you can relate to the product. Right. Irrelevant of if you need the product or not. Right. It's like what... Yeah, they they make this commercial of like, oh look at look how look how much joy she's having or right. he or she's having right. driving this car. Right. And it's like you don't you already have a car. Right. But but you see it, you're like, damn, that's I'll be a lot happier if I yeah. have this car. They'll show you like, you know, here's this mother and her kids in this car. Right. It's right. safe. Right. Don't you want don't you want your family to be safe? Right. Well, I don't want my family to be safe. Well then buy this car. Yeah. So I I mean uh, like, I mean, we put we put ads on, on the on television or anything. So I had to like review this or preview this ad. It was a Chevy ad. Yeah. And it's this woman, she's getting out of her car. It's like she's unloading all the groceries and stuff. And then a couple walks by, and they're like, "Oh, how many how many kids does that fit? Oh, like mm-hmm. seven. You know, mm-hmm. uh, so we have we have baseball, we have basketball, we have soccer on Sunday. Yeah. You know, stuff like yeah. that. And the couple walking by is like, "Cut, honey, we I think we need more kids. Yeah. And so it's just like it. Yeah, yeah. A, lot, a lot of people, a lot of people, millions of people can relate yeah. to that. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's just, it, it it's crazy how almost because sometimes you think of a, a the product, right? But then you realize how how much psychology goes into. Oh yeah, getting people to do all this. It's yeah, and then you can just you can take that and 
and manipulate so much easily. Dude, I was watching um this show. I can't remember what it was called. Um, but there was you you remember that show Nat Geo? They had the thing called Brain Games. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it was a host of that. I don't remember if it was the same show, but anyway, they had set up this fake um speaker installation mm-hmm. place, mm-hmm. and they would tell people that I'm going to sell you this most amazing speaker system. It's going to sound terrific. You're going to love it. You know, they used you know kind of the yeah you know how salesmen kind of amp you up with right. the thing, right? Um, then they would take the car, they would hold it for an hour, they would do nothing to it, and then they'd bring the person in to listen to the car. They go, and the oh, person yeah. would sit there, and they're like, "Oh, can't yeah. you hear it? Wow, Isn't it amazing? Sh- this shit knocks." Yeah, 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 yeah. And the person, and the person whose car is, is like, "Oh, yeah, 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 I can definitely hear it." Mm-hmm. And then they start to uh, try and impress the salesman. Yeah. By by <clears throat> using terms like, "Oh, yeah, the the highs, I can really hear the separation between the highs and the lows." And no, you can't. Yeah, you can't hear shit. <laughs> no, you can't. Yeah, but just because the person was sold that they would be getting the greatest product, mm-hmm. they had the need to it make it up in their head right. that I now have the greatest product. They had right, to completely right, right, justify right, right. that purchase. And, and it's just back to what you were pointing out. It's just that it is. It became an emotional purchase at that point. Mm-hmm. It became. It would take someone of a very strong ego to go. No, I don't hear the difference. Right, right. You know, yeah, but yeah, most yeah. people want. They want to think that they have the best thing, so they'll go along with it. They'll yeah. tell people, "Yeah, man, they, yeah, these speakers are so much better than the last ones I had." Yeah, and I think I'm guilty. Of that. These these beats I have on now. Yeah, I've had <clears throat> I've had all kinds of I've had the Apple headphones, and but I'm like. Are these really that much better than than the regular Apple headphones? Uh, they might be, but it's like sometimes I've actually plugged headphone Apple headphones back in and be like, yeah. "Well, this is this is good enough sound." You know right. what I mean? Or like, do I? It's like this whole percept again. Per, there's a consistent theme that we right. per, perception right that we've been having on this podcast. So yeah. it's perception right. Perception is reality right. I mean, and I mean that's what Apple does in general. That's what they're good at is that they make the people who purchase Apple products don't buy Apple products because Apple makes better products. They purchase them because they identify with Apple. Mm-hmm. Like their commercials are never really about the product itself. It's how you relate to the product. Right. They were like the old iPod commercials with the person dancing in the room and that yeah. kind of like the silhouette and, mm-hmm. and the color. Like, yeah, yeah. Icon- that was that's an iconic commercial. Iconic commercial, yeah. but it really didn't tell you like what well, how does. many gigabytes is in this iPod. Right, right. Like, you know, it just told you like this is the experience you're going to have. Don't you want to have fun? Yeah, it's how it fits into your lifestyle. Yes. Yeah. These are lifestyle products. It's not, ne- it's like you said, it's not, this has nothing to do with necessity. Right. It has to do with. Want. Right, want. Yeah. And they use our weeks, our fragile psychology, to uh, to push new products every year. Yeah. So in the <clears throat> the beginning, at core of the beginning, that Paul, there's a quote from Paul Mazur from Lehman Brothers. He says, "We must shift America from a need to a desire culture. People must be trained to desire to want new things before the old has entirely been consumed." Yep. And then, I mean. Guilty. Yeah. There's so many things 
and that but and Apple's a Apple's a perfect company to that that does that. Yep. Every every two years they come out with a new iPhone. Every year. Or yeah, every every year. And it's like every year the really, iPhone. This is new iPad. Yeah. New Mac. New 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 products. Yeah. Before like the really I could I could have this for ten years. Easily. Yeah. Just you know, every couple of years change the battery out. Yeah. What is it what is it? Fundamentally, the iPhone hasn't changed since whenever the App Store came out. Mm-hmm. The iPhone really hasn't changed. Yeah, it's become faster, I right. guess, but and then new cameras. But other than that, it's right. Yeah, it's essentially the same. Mm-hmm. I mean, the MacBook hasn't, the computer, the personal computer, laptop hasn't changed much in the last fifteen years. They change like these little, again, lifestyle type yeah, things, right? Right. Within it, right. And you're like. Like even like the 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 fucking gif the gif bar that yeah added in. that's yeah. yeah that's not like a game it's like a complete game but it's like all right it makes makes group chats more right. fun you know, right. talking to your friends I mean I don't know so it's like we're we're definitely I guess what we're trying to say is that we're fucking manipulated like shit oh we don't even realize yeah. we're we're a part of it mm-hmm. and we're we like it yeah yeah. I think people, I know I like being marketed to. Brings us satisfaction. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I will watch um, reviews about products that I already own. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I already own this camera, and I'm listening to what someone else thinks about this camera. Cause, and if you hear something slightly off, it can change your perception of it. It can change my perception of them or my perception right. of it. Right, right, right. And it's not healthy at all. And I think, like, when I know... I think the big when I noticed my biggest jump in terms of my ability, my skills in photography, it was mm. when I stopped looking at YouTube videos. Mm. Like I learned the basics of photography because of YouTube. Right. And then I got better once I stopped listening to all the noise because it just became this thing where it was like every year I was like, oh, well, if I buy that camera. I'll be better because they said that this camera has, you know, yeah. 13% better this and that. And you got you know? better, you got, you got better by actually doing right. By technically like doing, get better at your technique. Right. And who was that quote by you? Something Lehman? Uh, Paul Mazur. Paul. The, the needs and desire. Yeah. Paul Mazur. Paul Mazur. Okay. Yeah. One, the part that I think is the most significant is that you're trained to want new things before the old thing has even yeah been fully used like right. i i have not reached the point where the camera is holding me back the only thing that's holding me back in my photography is me mm-hmm. so even buying a new camera my skill level has not become, i haven't outgrown anything right so like before there has to be a different um, kind of thought pattern when it comes to the decision making of do I need this thing? Right. Because we're often trained that there's a limitation. Uh, there's a limitation to last year's model. Yeah. That's overcome with this year's model. Mm-hmm. And it's a limitation that you weren't bumping up against. I'm going to take my switcher off real quick. Okay. It's interesting because I I also hear like the the marketing and like um 
in cars when they like a, a particular car drives top speed 155 versus the old model was 138 right when you live in new york city you'd be lucky if you're driving 30 <laughs> yeah 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 damn that that what you just said i think a comedian another comedian said something like it was like they're still using horses for <laughs> to, <laughs> like to, to gauge yeah like, we're still using horses to gauge like our cars it's right. like oh i have if i have 200 horses then i'm, right. I'm a fucking badass right I mean, it's like right. i but yeah yeah it's yeah you're only using seven of them Right. In traffic. Right. Which you're always right. in if you live in New York or LA or yeah. damn near any city. Right. Yeah. It's interesting. It really is fascinating. Like, we're, cons- we're just, America is, obviously, most, a lot of countries now are, but I think America is the king that epitomizes the consumer culture. It, we're oh, like, yeah. we're top of the hill mm-hmm. of just, and it kind of, I feel like it distracts us from what it definitely distracts us from what's going on like behind the scenes or whatever. Yeah. And and keeps us from actually again from actually really progressing. Right. It stagnates progression. Right. But we haven't we have one of the I've had this debate with people many times. I'm like, what what do industry Companies should produce something, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, like you make, Duracell makes batteries. Yeah. You need batteries, you buy them. <clears throat> what do banks produce? Quote, capital. Debt. 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 Yeah. Debt. Debt. They produce debt. Yeah. And we've, we've been, we've, <laughs> we've been convinced that we need right. debt. Right. That's fucking crazy. Yes. That's what, exactly what credit cards do. Yeah. You have, you know, you have your you know, your credit score and you can't rent an apartment in New York city without having your credit score checked. Like your whole lifestyle is based off a three digit number. Right. How well can you borrow money and pay it back? You know, it's fascinating. That's crazy. It's something that's like, and based off something that in your hand does not really mean anything. Right. We give it right value. Right. And that three-digit number, like you said, what what value does that have? What does that say about you as a person? It says shit. It means how we're just owned. Yeah. Damn. Like the, the, the we have we have industries, the, the probably the most powerful industry in the country, and all they do is create debt. And it's on a cycle. Yeah. The we, credit we're... credit is loose. People buy shit. People stop spending. Credit gets tight. Recession. And we're constantly, we're constantly keeping track of the national debt. The right. National debt. Right. Oh man, that's. Uh, but it's. I it's mean, like our priorities are just, just fucked up. Yeah. Or like they're just turned around on purpose, though. Dude, it's like, um, but I mean, to a little bit to my point before is like the people. Like the debt cycle, it's trackable. Like our next recession, it's it's trackable when it's gonna happen. What do you we think? know that we have like a a short term and a long term debt cycle, and the short term debt cycle is basically ba- based on people's credit borrowing. Yeah, yeah. Credit is available. Mm-hmm. People borrow credit. People spend way more. Like their their uh, purchasing power goes up. Yeah. Even if you make a hundred thousand dollars a year, but you have twenty thousand. 
$20,000 in, in revolving credit, like your, like your ability to purchase is now $120,000. Mm. Oh, so yeah, people yeah, spend yeah. more yeah. money. But then you have to pay those back through with the interest right. and everything. But it all happens at the same time. Yeah. People start slowing down their spending at the same time. They start mm. tightening their wallets at the same time. Yeah. And then credit availability dries up a little bit because people aren't spending as much. Like it's it's cyclical and it's built to be cyclical. Yeah. To keep us. Yeah. And it just keep buying shit. It keeps us buying shit. Buying shit. It's <clears throat> mm-hmm. buying shit we don't fucking need. Anyway, I saw some fire ass shoes I, I really want. Dude, I, <laughs> I said fucking. I gotta. I see if I can pull it off right now. I said Molly these fucking yeah. Adidas golf shoes. Yeah, yeah. I never wanted to play golf in my life before, and then I was like, oh fuck, I might. Yeah, there's this. I might take these to the mini golf course. Like every every World Cup or big tournament, there's Adidas and Nike come out with a new new range of cleats. Yeah, and so I'm not even really buying cleats anymore. I don't really need them, but there's something Adidas. Oh yeah, those are dope. For golf those are shoes, sick. right? Those are sick. I like the those are the I like the ones on the right the the red ones, right? Yeah, these are the Tour three sixty and the Tour three sixty knit. Please look those up. They yeah. look kind of like the what is it called? The prime knits. Yeah, yeah. I like the prime knits. Dope. Yeah. 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 And it's fucking golf shoes. I'm like, oh shit, I can I can see myself on the mini golf course with this. Can you imagine being on the golf course and your your feet can breathe? Yeah. Because of the knit, the Dude. prime knit. Well. We're fucking advertising yeah. right now. Yeah, right. Shout out to Deez. No, they're not sponsors, but you know, if they want to. Uh, damn, I said, I was, what was I saying? I was gonna, I was saying something. Um. Uh, oh, oh, about the about soccer. The the every tournament they come out with new cleats. I'm not buying any cleats, but I saw some cleats that they they just released the X18, and I'm like, dude, those are sick. They're like, I don't need them, but mm-hmm. I I want them. I would consider if the Timing was right, and right. my money wasn't funny. Right, 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 <laughs> you know, right. I, you know, I cop. Right, but it's like I don't, I don't need that. And then, and, but especially with Adidas, like they come out with, like their cycle of they come out with new Adidas and I get to come out with new, new colorways every fucking three months. Yeah, and just feeding, feeding, feeding people. Yeah, they're on this huge like quick cycle. Yeah, which is crazy. I mean, I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with. Having, I guess, luxuries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think what the problem arises when we kind of lose focus on what the human experience should be Mm. and replace it with, let's buy more shit. Yeah, this these tangible things. Yeah. And yeah, I I mean I can't I can't take these shoes with me when I go. Right. I can't take this watch. I like I like I like a nice watch. Right. I can't take this watch. What does it mean after? Right, right. It doesn't mean anything. It's just it's right. left here. That's like, like when in Egypt when they would bury the pharaohs and stuff with all the their finest jewelry, and yeah, their finest yeah. vase. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. they, they believe that these things brought them right. more comfort in the afterlife. Right. It's like no, that shit's getting dust. All right, right, right. <laughs> you know? It's like we're just gonna find this and be like, yo, we're just gonna send this off to. We're gonna steal this shit. Yeah. This is going. Sell to, it. This is going to natural history. It's going to eBay, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's it's a, it's a. It's it's the exact same thing, but but like this podcast is impossible without technology, mm, right? Mm. But me and you are having a very 
natural human experience of, of having a conversation. Right, 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 right. I mean, and the people who are listening listening to us are in on the conversation too. Shout out to y'all if you're if you're listening, if you made it this far. Yeah. Appreciate it. Love y'all. Love you. Uh and, and it's so there is like there technology can be used to bring people together. As cliche as that sounds, mm-hmm. but I think we have to definitely focus on the human experience. Like, what does it actually mean to be human? Um, damn, I saw that. Uh, I don't know. The experience emotions, certain emotions. Um, I saw this tweet. It was like, "We're hu- we're spirits having a human experience. Right. Yeah, we're just like, regard. I mean, I don't, it's just like the we're part of this. This universe is part of us. You know what I mean? Like." We were probably something, maybe we were something before, or maybe we weren't, but we're just having this spiritual, Right. we're spirits having this human, I mean, experience. You know what I mean? Right, right, like, right. No else to really explain it. It's just, I mean, that's what it is. We're, we're in this world just here. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, uh, I don't know, human, the human experiences, I guess it'd be, I don't know, just, I guess, again, just experience different emotions, I guess. I think that's, mm-hmm. to me, I don't know. Like right. experiencing like love, anger, even love, anger. Full, full range of yeah. emotions. And just having, just have thoughts. Right. And maybe trying to control our thoughts, I guess. Yeah. That's the, that's a human experience. I don't know. Yeah. It's part of it for yeah. sure. Yeah. I think just like, just connecting with nature in general. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the most times when I feel the best in life is just being able to walk mm-hmm. on a hike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With trees. Yeah. There's something to that. There's a reason why I feel good when I'm doing that. You should read, uh, I'm going to sound like a fucking snob, but you should read Thoreau, Henry David Thoreau's Nature. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just about, or, and he has another one called Walking. Mm-hmm. It's just him, just, he's at his most, just like you said, he's at his most, uh, any human can be at their most purest. In nature, because nothing is, you're away from these societal norms. Right. Nature just, yeah. nature just happens. Yeah. Dude, it, it, it kind of brings me back to what I was talking about with archery. When I'm when I'm in the park, we have this beautiful um, Pelham Bay Park by me. It's New York City's largest park, not Central Park, you idiots. Um, <laughs> there's other parks in New York. Yeah, there's other parks. Um, but I feel present mm. when I'm, you know, when we went to Bear Mountain and we're walking you know, part of the Appalachian Trail. I feel very present. I'm not thinking about anything else. I'm thinking about, oh, that bird sounds beautiful. What yeah, kind of yeah. bird is that? Or you hear like what kind of tree is that? A creek or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this water is really clear over here. Right, right. Oh, I can see a fish. You know, I'm 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 in tune with what's happening right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, yeah. But when I'm kind of, I have technology, my cell phone, all these things dinging and buzzing around me. I'm not thinking about what I'm doing right now. I'm thinking about like what I have to do tomorrow. Right. What I did yesterday. What did this person just tweet an hour ago? What's what's this person doing? Yeah. You know, it's like information overload. And that kind of what's been going on, I'm gonna take it a little bit late to it. Cause of what's been going on, like this the whole this push a T and Drake beef. Uh-huh. Which I think it's I think it's great for like what for hip hop and everything like this back and forth with like this trading bars and uh-huh. all this personal ties with it. At the same time, it gets kind of like what what's the point? Yeah, right. What's the, what's point? the point? Like this is just another distraction for me. I and to me, I'm not 
taken away. I love love hip hop. I, yeah. I think this is great for for it. But it's just sometimes it's just like, all right, this is a lot of more information that just mm-hmm. kind of right unnecessary. And then it kind of ties back into everything, just stuff being just a distraction yeah. of like, um, like people sometimes like, you want a conspiracy to be like, oh, this is purposely happening so that we can. Uh, so that the government or whatever can, right. distract, can distract us from what are they distracting us from? Right, right, right. But but yeah, again, it's just when you're in nature, it's just yeah. I don't know. It's, you're just more in tune. Right. I think the conspiracy is right in front of us. We're we're being distracted from ourselves. Mm. We're being mm. distracted from reaching our full potential. We're being distracted from connecting with nature, mm-hmm. from being present. We're robbing ourselves of a critical part of being human. Mm. You know, I'm not preaching. I, I do it to myself. I have my Mac open right now. I have a phone close to me. I'm I'm robbing myself from the ability of being present. But yeah. Uh oh yeah, yeah. It's like a it's a constant battle of trying to be trying to be here right now. Yeah. Like even like I'm sitting here, yeah, like you said, I'm trying to look up this this other quote or yeah, you know yeah, I mean? I'm yeah. I'm listening, but I'm like, Yeah. I'm am I really listening? Right. You know what I mean? Uh which actually does bring me to this, this other quote. Oh, it's, it's uh by Walter Littman. Um, okay. Uh he, he was like a he was like a he was like a psychoanalysis, wasn't he? Or, yep. Um but he says, basic mechanism of the mass mind is unreason, irrationality, and animality. He believes he he believed that mob in the street is not driven by their minds, but by their spinal cords. Mm-hmm. So, like, we're there's this belief that we're we're control, like, kind of in control of our. Some people are control, like, or guided by their mind, mm-hmm. but really, we're just guided by what's in, actually instinctual in us, what's subconscious in, in us. Mm. What is not in our mind, but in our spinal cord? As in what's what's hmm. de- what's deeply rooted, right. in us. You know, but that doesn't have to be na- natural at all. Yeah, that can be something that's almost uh, quote unquote programmed into us, like it's a reaction, like innate, right? Something that's well, hmm. You know, or just saying like these, like these instincts that that's been buried down in us because of the building of society. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know how I use the word innate though. But yes, I definitely see where that's going. It's like it's like in in the case of um of crowds and how crowds behave, it's very easy for people outside to look in and go, "Well, why didn't you do this differently? Mm. Why didn't you act differently?" But when the entire crowd is is functioning in a way, it's so hard for the individual to kind of go against right. the momentum of right. what's happening. Yeah. So there, there's another, he has other quotes, but before that he mentions like the mass, the mass, how people, how people um, react in mass. Yeah. In mass crowds. Right. Or yeah, like you said, we're not, our individualism goes, goes yeah. away. Absolutely. You don't want to go against, especially if, if like, uh, let's say a crowd is against someone Mm -hmm. you don't want the crowd to then turn against you yeah so you kind of just go with it Mm kind of like uh like jesus 
Yeah. In a way. Or, you know, to go the, the complete negative way, you know, the Nazis. I'm sure there are a lot of people mm. who were in Germany who didn't necessarily agree, agree yep. with Nazi ideology. Yep. But especially when the Nazis were kicking the shit out of France, mm-hmm. you know, uh, well, I <laughs> the, you know, they were like, oh, yeah, yeah maybe it's working out. Mm. I remember I was watching over mm, this weekend. The bar. <laughs> <laughs> this weekend I was watching uh, World War II in color. And, and part of it is there's this one woman who was talking about, they're kind of, you know, they, they find video footage and kind of people's diaries and kind of put them together to make a narrative. Yeah. But one of the women was like, she was, she was not a Nazi, but she was like, well, you know, Hitler promised this and it seems like it's all working out for us. So maybe it's not so bad. Mm, You know? Yeah. Wrong. Wrong. But you can, you can, it's very easy to Monday morning quarterback and say, Oh, why didn't they just resist? What was that? What was that? uh, Term? Yeah. Monday morning quarterback. What does that mean? Oh, uh, football is usually played on Sundays, Word. except for Monday Night Football. But people look back at the game oh. and then go, "Oh, well, why didn't you do oh, this?" Oh, oh, word, yeah. word, word. Oh, okay. Oh, I never, used, I've never heard that before. Well, we learn something new yeah, every day. I learn something. The more you know. Do, 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 do. But yeah, it's it's yeah. That's I could easily see how I can I can understand that. Yeah. In a way. The the whole momentum of the country is going one particular way. Right. And I, you can kind of, you can see that today. I think there are people who are not racist, mm-hmm. as in they want to lynch people, mm-hmm. but the momentum of certain ideology mm-hmm. that they align themselves with. Mm-hmm. Is anti-immigrant or anti-whatever for sure, and they find themselves saying the things, using the same rhetoric. Like they probably have, a you know, the the okay, you remember? I think you saw the 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 lawyer at the Fresh Co. who was telling people, "This is America. Speak oh, yeah, English." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sh- I I would be shocked if he didn't have Latin friends. Oh, yeah, for sure. He definitely does. Sure he does, right? Yeah. And he would never say something like that to someone that he respects. Right. But because of the kind of rhetoric, loose rhetoric that's flowing around, you know. That was wild. It was wild. And then you, you find yourself acting out of maybe what would be your normal character because of. Right. In the moment, you're in the moment. I'm trying to say something hurtful and speak English. For you know. people, for people who don't know, there's a, a lawyer in Manhattan, like a couple weeks ago. He, I use that. He's at a fresh co, and then there's some employees there speaking Spanish, and apparently he didn't really fuck around with that. Yeah, which I don't know how he's been living in New York for right. however long without hearing people speak Spanish yeah. or a different language. Yeah, but he just like snapped. Yeah, and just started like he want he tried to get those people fired. Yeah. And it was just he's saying he's gonna call ice and yeah, you know they just I just don't think that of that person under 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 normal it's not that the set the situation was abnormal so it's gonna sound weird what I'm saying but the person I don't think that I don't think he is that person every day of the week and yeah. I think that's the dangerous thing is that 
because of particular rhetoric that you become that person. Right. Well, I think well, a good example is like in well, New York is a blue state. Yeah. So like during the election, you wouldn't you wouldn't know. You would just assume that everyone is right blue or right. going to vote for Hillary, but you would never. The people who who actually did vote for Trump, you would never ever realize it. Right. Because they were just they they under, they understood they probably understood the climate. Right. You know, there's probably going to be if I you know speak if I say this or whatever. Right. You know, I might get a lot of backlash, so they would right. just keep quiet. Yeah. So they just kind of fall in between the cracks. Right. And kind of avoid that. Right. What they also, but in New York, like you said, there's no way that you can be living here and not encounter people who speak Spanish. Right. Yeah. Whether it's their second language, third language, only language. Yeah. There are people, there are a lot of people here who speak Spanish. You go on the train, go on the tra- uh, train up here. So I can't imagine that that person who looked like he was probably about, you know, 38, 39 years old has gone all those years in his life yelling, speak English, this is America. Which is so fucking ignorant. Which yeah, is just, right. that, that statement in itself is, what does that mean? Let's just, going back to the identity of America. What, yeah. does that, what does that even mean? It doesn't mean anything. And that, that kind of, that annoys me when people are that kind of mindset. It's like, well, America is literally based off immigration. Right. And a lot of forced immigration. Right. So right. it's like just that statement doesn't mean anything. Right. It really doesn't mean anything. There's no law that says that you cannot speak another language. No laws here. Yeah, there's no yeah. And you live in New York, it's a system the city that's very much based on tourism. And a whole is a microcosm of the entire country itself. Yeah. Of a melting being a melting pot. Yeah. And a and a city that has been encouraged diversity, encouraged right. in a way, and cultural that cultural inclusion. Right, and that's and that's why I can't, I cannot, I can't think that he is that person at all times. You never know, man. You never know. It, how, you never, you never know how he speaks in his home. Yeah, I mean, it's clearly something that's that's been that lies under the surface, mm. but maybe he just, I don't know. He probably, I, I don't think that's maybe, the best rep. Clearly, it's not the best rep- representation of any person. At, he was going through something personal. Yes, he had to be going through. It had not. It really had nothing to do with those two women. Yeah, it had everything to do with him. Oh yeah, absolutely. Anger that he was going through, and they just seemed like they, what's happening right now is, are people who are who are easily perceived as immigrants are easy targets. Oh fuck yeah! So it was just easy for him to lash out because of a particular climate that is going on. It is. Just in his white privilege in general. That too? Yeah. You know, it's like, um, I don't know. I, I think some people don't think that the president's behavior matters, but I think people emulate um, the leaders around them. Fuck yeah. You become your leaders. Fuck you see yeah. it in sports. You see teams take on the personality of their coach. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they're definitely going to be people who take on the personality of the appointed leaders, Donald. You know, and he's he's been you know successful in in that kind of uh, say whatever is on my mind, embodying the climate attack. And, yeah, but you know that's not. That he also, he also kind of created, helped create the climate too. 
I don't think I think it was there. I think he just stoked it. Yeah, for sure. I think it was there. Mm-hmm. I think there were a lot of people who saw um immigrants as, you know, competition that they didn't want. It's just it's just we're just full of hypocrisy. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's, and that's what I want people to not kind of fall into that trap of thinking that everything started with Trump. This Trump, oh, Trump, no. Trump, Trump. No, 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 no. Definitely I think not. people need to understand that it, it's not, it's not Trump. It's, it's been, it's at the foundation of our country. Mm-hmm. And it's something that we don't address openly. And then when things kind of become taboo, then it just kind of lies under the, the under the surface. And then every now and then, when it does pop up, it pops up like Roseanne Aggress- aggressively. Yeah, and that's yeah. what I'm saying. We need to have more conversations. Yeah, more dialogue. More not dialogue. More dialogue. Dialogue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, more dictionaries. Clearly, right? Um, yeah, dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. You saw that crazy, that crazy shit she tweeted out. Yeah, about uh, what's her name, Jarrett, uh, Vanessa. I don't know. Valerie. Valerie something. Jarrett. Um, some some VJ. Yeah. Like Roseanne was like the whole show in general was just like it was favorite. It was obviously a, supposed to be a glimpse of the the normal Trump supporter or whatever. But yeah, she uh, they got her the fuck out of there. Well, the the show. Yeah. I don't think the show was meant to be that. But it was, was it? Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure because her. I mean, she embodies she here in general. She's a supporter, so I think her. I think but that's, this is a that's reboot. That's she's trying. Yeah, I mean, it's a reboot of a. Yeah, but maybe in the I didn't I didn't really watch in the '90s. Yeah, but who's to say that because of that kind of I don't know mindset or mm-hmm. it wasn't maybe that might have been pre- prevalent back then mm-hmm. or as blatant. Mm-hmm. But now it's come back. It's kind of it fits into hmm. the narrative. I don't know. I don't know if I see it that way. I be, I definitely agree that it was meant to be kind of a glimpse and sort of what a normal middle America family is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe, ironically, her tweet reveals what a lot of people do think. Or a lot of people do say yeah. behind closed doors, and that was what was funny to me about her solution. It was like, oh, I'm just gonna get off Twitter. Like, no. Oh, no. so now when you say crazy shit, other people won't hear it. No, read books. Yeah. But, I mean, it's... I think any any bit of conversation taken out of... Con- not saying what she said was taken out of context, but I'm saying a lot of people do say things, me included, where if you just heard little snippets of it, you'd be like, whoa, that's... Oh, yeah, for sure. Definitely said some wild shit. Yeah, a lot of people could probably take some shit out of this and be like... Yeah. Oh, God, that Camden Brown, he's fucking, <laughs> fucking noob, fucking racist. Right. Fucking hates white people. So at um, I don't know. Honestly, at, <laughs> just to reiterate, <laughs> at the face value when people say things, I don't know. I I find I don't I don't want to accept that people are that. Well, yeah, that's I think that's a, that's probably a, a good quality of who you are mm-hmm. as a person. You don't you want to believe in the good in people. Right, I guess, or just the the or, indifference of people. Like they're both good and bad. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're capable of both. Yeah, we're both. We're all, 
Right. And right now you're seeing the bad. Mm, out of a lot of people. Of, of a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and a lot of those viral videos that you're seeing, you're seeing people at their absolute worst of behaviors. Yep. You know? Yep. So, I don't know. I just think that it's very... I don't know. It's kind of it's telling in one sense that she was able to just so, so freely tweet something out like that. It's very and it's telling that she just she didn't think anything of it. She just tweeted out and well, just didn't, I, didn't think anything of it. That's worrying. Yes. Extremely worrying. But I also don't think that that's all there is to her. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there that is all that's to her. But I, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I like to think of people you, as... But then after, to me, when after you say that, and then you're like, I apologize. And all, it, it's kind of like... Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Kind of faulty apology. Yeah. Uh, Who knows? Where are we at? What time are we in at? Term, in terms of time? Yeah. We've been, We've been going for a while. Yeah, it's been good. Probably like an hour and a half. Yeah. Oh, shit. Damn near an hour and a half. Yeah. I like that. We've been flowing. Yeah. You get... Chat's been flowing like the you waters got of Minnetonka. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? You got anything else? I'm trying to think. Uh, oh, champ! We. Oh yeah. Champions League final. You did. Um, you predicted the right score. Yeah, but the wrong fucking team. Uh, people weren't gonna go back and listen. You could have yeah. just rolled with it. You yeah, could have just right. been like, "Oh yeah, I, I did that." Let's just. We gotta touch like Gareth. Well, there's two. There's two. Sp- Spectrums of it. There's there's a moments of brilliance and there's moments of fucking parody or like embarrassment. Mm-hmm. Just Gareth Bale, that goal, the um, bicycle, unreal, dude. Just fucking top Ronaldo. Yeah. Uh, first off, that was like one of his first touches. Yeah, just he, came he, in the game. He just came come on in the game like five like two minutes before that. Yeah. And just just like to the the way the ball was, it was kind of. It's very. It wasn't like looping a looping ball. Yeah. It was kind of, got kind of like, very darted, kind of darted at him, mm-hmm. and just to it's pure instinctual. Mm-hmm. Just like he was like, oh, I'm gonna throw this up here, right? And unfortunately, Decarius, gotta say, man, he. The first goal, I'm. I was, at the, I was like going to the bathroom when the mm-hmm. first goal happened. I'm kind of glad. I'm glad I didn't fucking see that. Yeah. I was like, because I was waiting for. I was like, oh, they're gonna score. Yeah. So I'm going to the bathroom. But I just, I don't know why he was rushing. He he was rushing to. He rushed. Yeah. He was just too. Some of the hurt. keeper. Yeah, the keeper. Oh my god! And then he let in that goal where the, you can see fundamentals. Mm-hmm. He just he was about to. It was like a, a shot that taken from deep. It wasn't much of anything. Should have easily been handled. Right. And he takes his hand off, takes his, his eyes off it. Yeah. Right as he's about to catch the ball, yeah. goes in. Damn. Wasn't good. And just wasn't the, his, the first wasn't goal, his best day. Just the first goal he gave away was just. What are you doing, man? Just that's just. I don't know. He was just wasn't concentrating. That's where experience comes into it, man. Yeah, he's only he's only twenty four. He's pretty young for a keeper. He's twenty four, and also when has Liverpool made a Champions League final? Last, yeah, two thousand seven. Yeah, so no experience there. Where Real was there last year. They're in, last, they're in their last four, <laughs> four out of five. You years. know, so even if you just came to the team last season, you have that experience, and it really does matter in sports. Hell yeah, 
I mean, in anything, when you've been there before, you know, you know what to expect. That's unfortunate. Yeah, because now he has that experience, but now he might not get another opportunity to right. prove right himself because he made some at the top, very right, right. pinnacle, right, probably the highest game, highest level of a game you could play. Yeah, definitely in European soccer, it's the highest level. So right. right. But I, I do, really. I, I, I do feel bad for him on a, also on a human level. I just yeah. That would fucking suck. He's probably never gonna be able. To, he probably still can't sleep. Like mentally, you can't. It's, it'd be very difficult to get over that. Then he's getting. He's having getting death threats. <laughs> All right, that's a little extreme. You know, it's just. It's just. That that sucks. But that's because fucking British people bet on everything on sports. Yeah, yeah, they they do. They uh, you always I always see people on Twitter. They'll place their bet, like show their yeah. bets and how much they like. They're like, oh. So and so scores if the score if it's like three one and Gary Carroll yeah. scores two goals and in a bike yeah I put, put twenty dollars twenty yeah. pounds on it they the odds odds are everything crazy. On the odds are crazy and it comes yeah. back it's like they won twenty G's yeah, yeah. yeah. no they're um, cra- it's crazy over there and I I think that's where a lot of that I mean it is still a game yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that you don't really have any bearing in the outcome but people so. people. Death threats a it's almost extreme. like a, their their culture, their lifestyles are so entwined with it. Yeah, it's it it really means a lot to people. Yeah, um, like uh, in two thousand nine, Arsenal were in the Champions League semifinal. Yeah, and this guy bet his house that Arsenal would win. We end up losing the tie. Didn't you say Arsenal's like the Knicks of of the Premier League? In recent, in recent, we've won some, we've won championships recently. Okay. Well, I mean, not recent, but in 2000, last championship was in Premier League titles, 2004. But we won so, FA Cup yeah. last year. So, but 2009 is three FA, three FA Cups in four yeah. years. So, uh, some, we have, we have trophies, but no, we're not competing that we used to, but right. We, I, but in terms of, it like, just seems like that would be, that's, that's a lot of confidence to, Wager where the fuck you live. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. But on a game that you have but, no, you can't impact in any kind of way. But I didn't finish. He, oh. we lost. We lost, oh. and he killed himself. Logical. That's like, but it seems like he was exactly. He was so. I don't know. That speaks of okay. Maybe that's an extreme situation. Yeah, because there's good, a lot of people who good are very, example. There's a lot of people who are very passionate who yeah. wouldn't fucking put their whole family's house on. Yeah, which is that's actually just pretty dumb. Yeah. Pretty dumb. But he's probably on speed or coke or probably just ambient. High on life. <laughs> so high on life. I could I could fall out the sky like twice. Don't sue me, I mean, that was just a joke about Roseanne. Yeah. Oh yeah, then she's gonna blame Oh come on. She's gonna blame her racist outburst on fucking ambient. Come on. It was a good move though. Take the take the pressure off her. This may cause drowsiness. Yeah. Sleep. Sleep deprivation. Or racism. <laughs> racist thoughts and actions. Racist, racist thoughts and actions. And tweeting unapologetically. Yeah. Damn, dude. That crazy. was uh, that was a that was crazy a good. week. That was yeah, that was a crazy week. Do we uh is there anything else you want to speak on? I want to brag a little bit. Go ahead. Last Go week, on. last Thursday, mm-hmm. I um I became one of the one of the few people to win at HQ. Oh shit! Yeah, 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 man. 
Hey, how much did you win? I won a a dollar and forty seven cents. A dollar and forty seven cents. Wow, I'm a dollar and forty seven cents richer wow. than I was before that HQ game. Shit, you can get like some fucking Skittles at the snack machine. I can probably get like twenty peanut chews. You can get you get a little small coffee at a kiosk on a street. Yeah, not at a store. Only only street vendor. Yeah. Maybe not even. That's like a dollar fifty. Nah, the one I go to by my house is a dollar for a small. Oh, nice. That's why I always keep quarters. Yeah, man. Um, so, yeah. That's smart. dope, dude. Yeah. I, I started playing HQ, like, in the beginning, but I just kind of yeah. died off. We're going to say I'm a fucking genius. Well, congrats to you. Congrats to your HQ victory. Um, yeah. May more victories come your way. I mean, even if no more come May, I, I, I've accomplished something that most most Americans will will not win yeah. at HQ. No, the rest, rest of the society's trash. Yeah. You don't want an HQ. You're trash. I guess it means I'm trash because I haven't won an HQ. Well, I mean, we can't all be perfect. Mm-hmm. Well, striving, striving to perfection. Well, that's it. On that note. Yeah, on that note, uh, yeah. have a great week, y'all. That was a... Uh, that was a good. That was a good conversation. Great, great conversation. Yeah, great wrap to episode number eight. Yeah, episode number mm-hmm. eight. We'll uh, we'll figure out a title later. Yeah, find us, find us where you found us. Find, <laughs> or on iTunes, Podbean. ITunes, Podbean. Apparently, we're on other podcasting apps too. So you might want to check if you have like a favorite player. Just you know, check. Might be on there. I'll add us. And uh, you know, as always, if you want to talk to us on Twitter. His name is Camden B. Camden underscore B. Camden underscore B. I'm I'm Kanique. It's just my name. You'll see it in the show notes. And write a review. Can, yeah. can, we, can we get like a review? Just we want to see how we're really doing. Yeah. You know I mean, just just say something. Yeah, say something. All right. All right, so, y'all. Uh, That's it. Yeah, go say something. All right. Peace, y'all. Peace.